0: This week's episode is brought to you by my online course, Thoughts Become Things. This is everything I use to kickstart my real estate career and take it up to another level. Guys, this is everything that I use to really transition my business, my money-making, and my mindset to a whole other level that continues to increase every year. This is very relatable, very practical tips, advice, and practices and exercises that you can use. So make this $333 investment in yourself today. It is well worth it. Welcome to the Mindset to Manifestation podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a licensed associate broker living in New York City and money mindset coach for real estate agents. Every episode is packed with inspiration to empower you to dream big and make it happen. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, interviews with top real estate agents, mindset tips, shifts, and totally possible manifestation. We're all unique human beings with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. Guys, I am so excited to welcome you to the Mindset to Manifestation podcast. This is one of many interviews that are coming up with top real estate brokers. they're behind the scenes, the stories of their challenges, their fears, how they made it through their mindset and how they manifested amazing things in their life. First up is an amazing interview with Nicole Gary. We sat down in her New York City apartment and talked about her real estate journey, her challenges, her story is truly inspiring, and the energy of that woman is absolutely incredible. It is no surprise to me that she is a true success inside and out, and I am very pleased to bring this interview to you. Enjoy. I'm here with Nicole Gary, star at Keller Williams, and she's gonna be sharing some amazing stories with us. I'm so happy that you're here. Nicole, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So I just wanna give you a little bit of insight. I am not addicted to perfection. So don't worry if you make a mistake or stumble on your words because they do it all the time. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about fun. It's all about being comfortable. I wish you guys could see what we look like right now because I have this little tiny microphone I'm passing back and forth between us. And it's a funny picture. But that's how we roll at Mindset to Manifestation. So um, Nicole has done many things. She's been in the real estate business for quite a while and I'm really excited to be able to talk with her uh, just to bring some inspiration to you guys out there that are listening, that are struggling, you know, trying to find your way hitting roadblocks, getting scared, not really knowing, like, what your next step will be. These are normal feelings that you're experiencing in this industry. This is, this is entrepreneurship, and this is, like, taking a step out on your own and learning. This is, like, when you break through the mundane and the routine and you step into uncertainty, it's always scary, Because you don't know what's ahead. So it's amazing that you're actually doing this for yourself. And I congratulate you. And um, let's jump in and start. Let's get to know. Get to know you. Okay. So tell me. I'm holding this weird little microphone. So So
1: hello, everybody. So this is Nicole Gary. I have been in real estate uh, about seven and a half years. And I started from the bottom up. I started in this business with less than $3,000 to my name. My rent was about $3,000 at the time. Uh, I had a full-time job, and I gave that up and gave up my health insurance and a paycheck and knew that there was no make it or break it. There was only make it, and it was quite frightening at the time, and it took me a long time to make that decision, but it was the best thing that I ever did.
0: Same. Same. We were talking about this before, and I, I had the same thing. I had one month of rent saved. Um, I ev- have that. <laughs> I, yeah, everyone said uh, have like uh, six months of bills or something like that saved up before you start in real estate, but I didn't really have that luxury, so I just kind of jumped in. Um, neither did I. I knew
1: that I had to close some rentals, even though I wanted to focus yes. on a sales business, and... Even though I was going through training and I got my first sales exclusive, I knew it was going to be quite a while before I sold it. Oh, yeah. So I was running up and down six for a walk-ups in June and July when everyone else was at the beach sweating <laughs> and thinking, oh, it would be so nice to be on the beach right now. Right. But at the same time, I knew I had to close those deals to pay yeah. my rent and to survive until I really got into the sales business as hard as it was. It was all well worth it at the end of the day. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It is worth it, right? Absolutely. Like, I feel absolutely. like... When I first started, I didn't have any listings. It was just rental listings, right? And you have, like, in New York City... If you're listening and you're not in New York City, in New York City, we thankfully have these open rental listings. So I was working at city habitats and they had a database of open listings, which means that you can take them and advertise them among like 15 other of your colleagues, you know, your competition is also advertising them. So what that means is you go in and you take your own pictures and you write great, you know, a great ad and you try to get people to pick you as the agent to go and show it. So I started with nothing as well, just like this burning desire this half it has to happen yeah that's it you just have to have that drive and that motivation and trust me there were days where
1: i ran around i remember the whole month of july working so hard i didn't close one of the rental deals And it was quite frightening. I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? Oh, I had many sleepless nights. I remember once just sitting. I was walking through the West Village with like a two thousand dollar renter and thinking, okay, if I close this, you know, I'll have half of my rent. Yeah. And I remember seeing another agent there who had started at the same time as me, and he just looked so bummed out, sitting on a step in like of a townhouse (laughs) in the West Village, and I was like. I said to myself, okay, that cannot be me. I said, I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to close a oh deal. God, I love so it. in August, I closed five rentals, which nice. was great because that gave me a little yeah. bit of money for the next few months. But you just have to keep going in this yeah. business. And even when you feel down, you just have to say, okay, there's always another deal. I always yes. said, you have to throw, or one thing actually my dad taught me was you have to throw enough stuff against the wall and something will stick. I love so that. So we know that. You know, not every deal will go through in real estate and you can never count your um, money until you actually get to the closing table. That's
0: tempting, tempting, guys. It's tempting. But don't do that. I don't even like to talk about my deals. No. Like anything that's, you know, not a signed contract. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Exactly. And if it's a
1: co-op, I don't talk about it. Oh, my God. Even if it's a signed contract. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I, you never talk about them or get excited about them until you have the check at the closing table and then it's in the bank. Right.
0: And then you can truly celebrate. <laughs> exactly. Well, then when you get the commission check, cause then you right. gotta wait on it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so,
0: so I want to go back to that person you saw like sitting on yeah. the stairs looking really sad. That was kind of pivotal moment. Pivotable, it was. Pivotal. Sorry. A moment for you.
1: Yeah. And I still picture him in my head and I follow him actually on social media. Oh, yeah. And he's gone through about eight jobs since then. And it oh, always God. makes me sad to see. Yeah. But I wish that, you know, he would have had that drive that yeah. I had and just said, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. And that's what I always told myself. Keep going. Never stop. And never give up. You can never give up, even on the worst of days. Um, Something I'll share with you is about a year and eight months ago, I lost my husband. And it was a really hard time in my life. And there was, I had to move the same week, he was on life support, I had to get out of my apartment. And I had no choice, I had to keep going. And then I figured out that we had no money left. Literally, once again, I was back at square one. Uh, 35 years old, worked really hard to build my business, and I started from scratch again. Wow. But I didn't take that choice of staying in bed and being depressed. Right. I knew I just had to keep going, and I had to keep building and continue. And thankfully, everything worked out. So That's... I've had a really great year and eight months business-wise, and I just wake up every day and say positive affirmations mm-hmm. and blessed and grateful for all the wonderful people around me and the business I've built and my clients and just... Keep going.
0: I know. Exactly. And that's like being grateful, I think, is really key in the fact that you wake up every morning and you take time to really appreciate like being alive. When you have a, a situation like that happen in your life, it's a real reminder that every day really is a gift and it's not meant to sound like cliche or anything like that, but it really is. And those are like really important reminders to us that we We're alive. We need to be grateful for this life. And one of the amazing things I love about real estate is that at any moment, your life can change. Like, it really can. Like, as long as you don't give up, it can change at any moment. Yeah, it really can. Your whole life can change. I mean, I had the same thing happen to me, too. It was just, like, you know, starving. Like, literally starving for, I think it was a month or two (laughs) months and having, like, like a couple dollars on a credit card to buy some nuts at like a Dwayne Reed or something. I mean, it was really bad. It's so
1: funny, I actually remember, yes, just yesterday, um, a memory popped up on Facebook and it was the first episode of Million Dollar Listing I was on. Oh my God. And (laughs) I remember the client that I was with, before I sold him an apartment, which he bought about like a $2.6 million apartment at that time, and that that was a pivotal point for me because that was the first big deal I closed. It was like, whoa, I'm not living, you know, month to month right now. And I remember wanting to go on the show and thinking, oh, I really wish I had, like, a designer belt and designer shoes. And I couldn't afford them at the time. So my brother, who was a teacher, actually lent me money to buy nice shoes and a belt. And I remember that day being like, wow, I don't even know if I should be wearing this because I really can't afford it. (laughs) But that it reminded me of that pivotal moment in my life when i finally closed that deal and this client i had gone out with during hurricane sandy and he kept saying to me you know let's get into this apartment i said but there's no electric in downtown manhattan (laughs) we can't go anywhere and he goes but i have a driver and i said well how is that going to get us into apartments and make the elevators work um, and long story short, you know, he dragged me around. We went to buildings with generators downtown. It was frightening. Oh and I thought, God, is he for real? Is he really going to buy an apartment? And or just some weird
0: person wanting yeah. to take up your time.
1: <laughs> and ended up being one of my best clients who wow. bought and sold, bought and sold. But that was a real pivotal moment of my life because that check, that closing check's completely saved my life and brought me to a level of having less fear. And I think when you live in a place of fear, you act a bit differently than you do when you're in a place without fear. Absolutely. No,
0: you 100% are when you're living in a place of fear, you actually block yourself from receiving. Like I am a firm believer that abundance is always trying to find you. Like it's trying to find us all. It's not just me like I'm special or you like you're special, but what? Because we don't give up and we open ourselves to it. Like we we have reached a point where we feel like we deserve it like we we've earned not not even earned it but we just like innately deserve it that it then comes to us where but when you're living in fear you're afraid you don't believe you deserve it you believe that if you get it maybe it wasn't meant for you and someone else should have it you know it's like that scarcity mindset
1: absolutely but then when you begin to appreciate it it's really a wonderful feeling yeah, um and then do Basically, the way that I built my business is I started calling through my phone. I called through the A's. I called an ex-boyfriend, and I got my first listing.
0: Oh, my God. You started calling through the phone. Literally. I
1: was like, hi, this is Nicole. Um, How are you? I just went into real estate. I wanted you to know, and I wanted to know if you knew anybody who was looking to buy, sell, or rent real estate. And so I got my first listing, which was oh great. My God, that's brilliant. And it was amazing. It was
0: a training. Guys, event. you just got a, a pro tip like how to get your real estate business launched. Go through your phone start list, with start with the A's.
1: And so I wasn't even at the B's yet oh when I was with that same buyer, and I walked into an apartment that was just listed and I had previously been in the custom window shooting business. I sold motorized blinds and draperies. And I walk into the apartment and I was like, "Oh my god, this is Brian's apartment, one of my old clients who I did his shades." Oh my god. And I'm with this buyer and I was said to myself, "God, why didn't he call me to list his apartment?" Well, cuz I hadn't called him yet to tell him I went into real he estate. He didn't even know. You were he in didn't real even estate. know. So his broker didn't know how to work the shades, which was oh actually pretty funny. Ugh. And So I taught him so how taught to work him the how? motorized shades. <laughs> and immediately after, I called him and I said, what are you doing? You're selling your apartment. Why didn't you list with me? He said, Nicole, I didn't even know you were in real estate. Yeah. He goes, if you would have called me, of course I would have. So just goes to show, it's just the easiest thing, calling everyone you know, it letting is. them know when you first get into this business, where you are, what you're doing. And if you were in sales before, or you have relationships and they trust you and they know you're good at it, mm-hmm. they're gonna trust you where you are now. My first sales exclusive, the ex-boyfriend said to me, you know, Nicole he goes, I know you were always great at sales. Mind you, I hadn't spoke to him for 10 years yeah. before that. Wow. He goes, so I'm sure you could sell my apartment. And that was all, I didn't even need to go in the listing presentation. He wasn't even living in he New was York. Like, I know you. Would- do great. Yeah, that was it.
0: it was See, I think that's a big thing. I think people again going back to the deserving and living in fear, people are afraid to get on the phone. I think I get so many emails like, oh, I've moved to such and such. Like when brokers leave the previous brokerage and move on to another one, they don't call me and tell me that they're with them. You know, that no one pick, you know, and 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 I really think even now, like so many people are into texting deals and just emailing, rather than picking up the phone and making maintaining that relationship.
1: I could not agree more. I'm very old fashioned, old school. I like picking up the phone. I can't stand texting, the email. I really find that you have a better relationship. You can actually hear tone of voice, and you can feel emotions when you actually speak with somebody that you can feel via a text or an email. And I think it's so important to pick up the phone and call people. You're There's a live person on that other end, and we've gotten into a world where all we do is look at our phones and type all day. It's a
0: valuable commodity these days to actually be able to interact with a real live human being.
1: It is, and it actually differentiates you from everyone else out there if you actually pick up
0: there you go guys
1: of other agents are not out there calling their clients they're texting and they're emailing so if you actually pick it up and your client or your friend picks up on the other line value added right there
0: see there you go she's giving you guys so many good nuggets of wisdom right here I hope you're taking notes (laughs) the other thing I wanted to tell you about was just like what you said I mean we work in sales so we feel people, like we read them and we feel the feeling, even if you're not face to face with the person, you can still get still get a sense of how they're feeling and what they're thinking. If you know, if what you just said moved them to a positive place, that they showed interest, or if what you said just kind of turned them off or they step back and maybe you need to approach it from a different angle. When you're texting you can't do that. And when you're emailing, you can't do that. You've got to get on the phone or see them in person to be able to read them.
1: I couldn't agree more. I actually teach a class called the perfect pitch. So it's how I give a listing presentation and how to win the listing. And I teach it all over the United States. And um, do you have
0: this on video or anything that we can share with with agents, like in the show notes? I've actually never videoed it, but we certainly do. We need to do this. We can
1: absolutely do this. I'd be happy to. Um, so it was so well received. Yeah. I did it in a market center in Bergen County, New Jersey. And next thing you know, all the New Jersey market centers were calling me. Oh and I've taught god, in Florida amazing. and California. And I made through our London office. Oh and my god, I see so very here.
0: You're going to teach them the pitch.
1: I'm going to teach them the mindset. Let's amazing. do it.
0: Amazing. You guys, you're going to make a lot of money because of us, just letting you know.
1: <laughs> I love it. I'm excited about it. and. One of the things that I talk about is from the second I walk in the door, if I don't know the potential seller, I realize within the first 30 seconds where they are on the disc personality spectrum and how to tweak my pitch so that it works for them. Um, So depending on where they are, if they're analytical, then I go over numbers. Um, If they're a people person or they really want to understand, you know, what am I going to do to this home? I, I kind of, I'll make it a little bit longer and I'll go over a bit more information with them. So I think it's so important to read their body language and even how they greet you at the front door or if they offer you yeah. a drink or little yeah. things like that. Do they want to give you a tour? Or do they want to go sit right at the kitchen table? Oh my gosh, so yes. all these little pieces of information are helpful and it just goes to show why it's so important to have human communication these days.
0: No, absolutely. And I love that you brought up the personality spectrum because that's so, so key when you're reading people and when you're, you're meeting buyers or sellers to, kind of like pick up on what things they actually find important.
1: Absolutely. And it's so simple to do. It's on Tony Robbins' website. And it's oh, great yeah. to do about yourself because once you know about yourself, right. it's easier to read other people.
0: We, we did an exercise like that. Are, are you talking about the one where you associate color with the personality on the personality spectrum? Questions that yeah. You answer.
1: So there, there's a lot of them. They're similar. There's always a the north, They're, south, like, east, and west. Oh, yes. But the certain. So
0: questions. ours was similar to that, but it was like colors and okay. letters, or it was just colors. And I was like uh, a blue green, which was like creative, but like talkative and. Uh, good at sales or whatever
1: <laughs> yeah what which I know. is it's all of them are and I wonderful I don't really care so
0: much about the details but sometimes but that's not really true because I actually really do care about the details and until that moment of like establishing trust and then as soon as I feel that I trust the person I'm like I don't need all the details
1: well that's a great thing Talk going back to fear actually a little um, bit um when I first started in the business as well I was still trying to establish myself and yeah. close deals to make some money, and all of a sudden, somebody told me about Tony Robbins, and he was coming here. Yeah, and I can go to Unleash the Power Within yeah. and walk on coals, and I thought they were crazy. Yeah. and I was like, How much? Do I have to close another two rentals to actually attend right. this, but I did it. Did you and walk on the coals? I did. It was oh amazing. <laughs> it was the best thing I did, and that I remember actually arriving. And I had to drive to New Jersey. I was like, oh, I really have to work. But I went, and we had to write something on a piece of paper, a fear, yeah. and throw it in the fire and burn it
0: do you know what you were doing right then? Like that was kind of ceremonial. It was like you were releasing that fear. I didn't
1: realize it at the time, but by the end I realized it. And I still, to this day, always think about that moment. When I have a fear, I tell myself, okay, just write it down, throw it in the fire and it'll go away. You know what? I
0: actually, I just did that last week. I do that all the time. And it's from something that I learned through coaching, but write down something that bothers you and you can burn it. Like, be careful if you're burning it at home. Just be careful. Shred it. Uh, You can, some, I've put, I've actually froze fears. Like, I wrote it on a piece of paper and put it in a baggie with water and stuck it in my freezer. So there's a bunch of different, like, little ceremonies you can do. But it's really just, like, it's really amazing because what you're really doing is, and one of the things we always like to talk about is, like, subconscious and, like, reprogramming right? So you're changing a belief system, you're releasing a fear that no longer serves you. And so you're allowing your mind to kind of accept that this fear doesn't serve me, this isn't for my greater good or my mission or my goal or whatever, your higher purpose. So it's time to release it and then put something else in there.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. And I think part of that um, kind of gives me another experience. I'm oh, yeah. remembering me, where um, back to yeah. you're, you're just making me think a lot yeah. here today. Uh, so I remember my first real luxury listing and it was probably around a 6.7 million dollar apartment and at that time it was maybe my first year in real estate that was a really high number.
0: that uh, hello, that's a really amazing first year in real estate <laughs> I say, listing
1: I say. <laughs> Um, But I was scared. And what was I scared of? I was scared of the number. Yes. And I remember going to my mentor and I said, Oh, I might need help with you on this. And Mm -hmm. she sold a lot in 10 plus million dollar price ranges. And she said to me, you know Nicole, she goes, you don't need my help on this. She goes, just think about it like any other listing. She goes, you can do this. She goes, yeah. you're going to get this listing. And so I remember I met with my client. He came into town over the weekend. It was a Saturday. He came to my office, and I did the comps, and I educated him about the market. Mm-hmm. And I was still scared. Oh, my God, am I going to get this? Because I knew that would be life-changing right. for me, literally and I kind of gave him the numbers and he told me he met with another broker and basically they gave him a number that was $2 million less than what I sold it for is what they thought it was worth. Uh But what I realized is that I actually just did my homework. I looked at the building and I saw that this unit hadn't traded in several years and I was knowledgeable about it. So I said, I knew we were in an uptick in the market and I said, well, I think if we put it on for around six, seven, we should get around six, five and we'll sell it quickly. And he said to me, six, seven. Are you crazy? My mother broker told me it was worth four something, and they're way more experienced than you. But if you think you can get the number, I trust you. You were great when you did my shades. I'm going to sign. i see today. you. Okay? Yes. Sign awesome. it right there. Yes. And it was like a moment of shock. I was like, oh my God, did that just happen? Yeah. I just got a $6.7 million listing. Cool. I got to give you a high
0: five.
1: thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so exciting. And I sold it in less than a week.
0: Oh my God. I love your energy behind that. That's amazing. And
1: I'm such a perfectionist that yeah. I remember I hired a photographer and the photos came back and they weren't good enough for me, but I posted them until I got new photographs right. taken. And so by the time I got the new photographs taken, I'd already had a contract out, which was amazing and accepted <laughs> so an offer. That.
0: Yeah. And have really, these pictures. Exactly. But it
1: was just goes to show that if you do believe in yourself and yeah. you get rid of those fears, then you can do so much more. So the next listing I got in the building, I hadn't—I didn't have those fears anymore. I had already conquered this. I sold it. Yeah. And I realized, you know what? It's actually harder sometimes to to sell a lower end listing um, and more maintenance. And I realize that don't ever let the price bother you. Don't be scared of that number, because all it is is a number. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're selling a $200,000 apartment or a $20 million apartment. You're servicing your client, you're selling, you're marketing, you're dealing with people, you're negotiating, and it's the same exact thing. You're just dealing with something with a higher paycheck.
0: What are some of the you just going back to like some of the fears that you had when you were when you went to your mentor and even when you went to that listing pitch, how did what were some of the fears that you you were thinking like so, going some through your of
1: head? The fears that I was thinking was you know, I'm not experienced enough for this or I haven't been in the business long enough for this. And one of the things I used to say when people asked how long I was in the business and it was still under a year, I'd say, Oh, just under a year, even though it was a month yeah. at some point.
0: Um, I did that, too. Yeah, it's like, you have
1: to. Yeah. But at the same time, the other fears were, well, I don't have, you know, really expensive shoes to wear yes. when I show this yes. listing. Or, you know, somebody once taught me, fake it so you make it. And, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you, you know, you dress nice, you present yourself well, and you're educated, I think that's really all it takes. And so I threw all those fears out the door. There was nothing wrong with me or my experience, which showed that I couldn't do that, but I was frightened. And I also was frightened in the beginning about a lot of wealth. Uh, It was funny because I have always dealt with very high net worth individuals, Mm -hmm. but for some reason I felt different around them Mm -hmm. until I really got to know them. And it was the turning point in my life, actually where my assistant had come to a gala with me and I had just bought tickets to this gala without even realizing it. I was buying tickets that were $1,500 a piece. And (laughs) uh, my late husband at the time, he couldn't come with me so I invited my assistant and it was music and she knew all the musicians and she loved it. And she said to me, Nicole, she said, look around this room. She goes, do you realize these people are your clients? And it was probably a little over two years in the business at that point. And she goes, this is amazing. Like, this is phenomenal that these are your clients. And she's like, they're so successful. And I didn't even recognize it. It was running so fast. Mm -hmm. And I took a step back for a second. And I said, wow, you're right. This is pretty great. And it was that point where I really thought, you know what? There's nothing that's going to scare me at this point. I can sell anything. I can I know it doesn't matter how much money somebody has or doesn't have. They're all going to be my clients at the end of the day. They're all people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just here to do my job, which I love and which is sell their apartments or find them something great to buy. So
0: I I think so many times we get like just going back to the people aspect of it and like wealthy people. And I I don't come from a lot of money. So for me, it was like I saw wealthy people on television. You know, it was like I didn't grow up knowing anyone wealthy. And then everyone that was represented as wealthy on television, they were always mean. So it was like there was this negative, you know, like image of wealthy people. Like in Hollywood, it's always like Cruella DeVille had all this money, but she was evil, you know. Yeah, or mean girls, you know. They're like wealthy, spoiled people. But this is not true. This is just like this is a a story that like Hollywood tells tells us, you know, and it's not, it's not really the case. And like, I think what is so important is like connection. And once you connect with the person, the money, wherever they live, the listing, whatever, that's what people feel. They feel that energy and they feel that connection with you. And it doesn't matter if you have on wealthy or wealthy, well, (laughs) expensive shoes or a nice bag. I mean, those are like, I call them the real estate props, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's fun to buy them. I love, I love it now i can actually afford it so it's like i didn't grow up with nice things i love to be able to buy nice things for myself but in and it's just a reward to myself but but really at the end of the day it's like are you a person who emits like this energy that of knowledge and just openness and willingness to help people and be like they can sense that you have an attitude of success, that you're going to sell this for them. And it doesn't matter what kind of shoes you have on. No, it doesn't. And passion. And I think that's one of the most important things is that you're passionate about it. Um,
1: And, I could say my wealthiest clients are probably dressed like so low key you'd have no clue. Yeah. Um. And it, that was just that was one of my fears. And that once you throw that out the door, you realize that everyone you're right at the end of the day everyone's a person. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what's in their bank account or what's not or what kind of shoes they wear. Yeah. You realize life is about experiences and experiences are being with people, traveling connecting. places, doing wonderful yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Connecting.
0: Totally. So. Um. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was going to ask you. You made me think of something and then oh yes, I remember now. So when you were talking and you said something really amazing like I'm not gonna be afraid of this kind of stuff anymore Um, that you know, any I can't remember exactly what you said, but it made me think like once you break through that like so many levels of fear, you kind of realize how your mind starts to play with you a little bit. Like your mind tries to psych you out. And I played basketball, so we got used to like psyching people out, you know, so then they you know, whatever and And I feel like your mind tries to psych you out a little bit as you enter that stage of growth, like you're, you're, you're at a crossroad, right? And you have an opportunity to really step up and grow. And you're, then your mind is like telling you stuff, making you fearful, trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you right where you are, you know, so you don't break through to the other side of it. But then after you've done this a couple of times, after you've broken through, you realize you see the pattern, you see what's happening and it's incredibly empowering.
1: Absolutely. I think once you throw away those fears, you realize that you can really do anything. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. I kind of look back recently. I just took a trip last week, and I did some yoga and hiking, and it was a meditation, and it was really wonderful. And I looked back on the last year and eight months of my life, and even the last really seven and a half since I went into real estate. And I looked at, wow, here's where I started, and here's where I've come, and I've gone through these ups and downs. But the one thing that I think has made me successful and just so passionate about what I do is I did get rid of all those fears Mm -hmm. and I kind of just said, this is what I'm going to do. And I realized that I'm good at it. I love it. I wake up every day. It doesn't feel like work. So so yeah, when you have that and you're just passionate about it, people around you realize it. Yeah. Um, And it's funny. And things
0: actually, then you magnetize things.
1: Yeah. You magnetize. Because
0: people want that energy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And if you manifest, I believe yeah. that what you put out there is what you get back from the world.
0: Absolutely. So absolutely.
1: whether it's you know, a vision board or your good energy that you put out yeah. or just doing an act of kindness for somebody, I think it always comes back to you. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, I think just, you know, being enthusiastic and knowing that if a deal falls through, you know what, there's another one. Sometimes you'll have five that'll fall through, but for every five that fall through, there's 10 Uh, that'll close, right? No,
0: absolutely. I mean, that's the one thing that I've learned is like deals fall through, but just when you least expect it, then another deal comes right through. So, you know, it's, it's just, as they say, it's a numbers game. So just as long as you keep getting up. And I also love what you said, because going back to the fear thing, you know, you, you You're at a place now where you've broken through the fear so many times and you can wake up with gratitude every morning because you've finally learned that there's nothing to be afraid of, that as long as you just keep going, keep your head in the game, keep going keep your routines, keep your positive attitude, keep doing all these things, the vision board, having a money goal, seeing and and stretching and really pushing and stretching your money goal, you know, to a place where it's almost like a little bit like, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to reach for it. I'm going to keep reaching for it. Like setting those kinds of things. Those are the things that will keep you feeling good and keep you feeling happy, you know, and getting up every day and keep that fear in check because it's really, The fear is just trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you kind of in a smaller place, but to break through it, you just got to get through it. And then everything is different on the other side. Yeah.
1: Once you get through it, you realize that there are no limits. The sky's the limit. Um, Even when I had to start over again a year and eight months ago, was it frightening? Yes. Uh, But at the same time, I knew that I could do it because I've done it before. Um, And not only did I have to start over, I had my uh, director of operations quit the day I buried my husband. So it was like my. T- I was like, oh my god, Everything, my life is falling yeah. apart, my business is falling apart. But I knew this would be okay, and I knew. I know,
0: and you know what? In that moment, you could have been like, maybe I can't do this anymore. I give up. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of pushing through. You could have. You could have made that choice.
1: I definitely could have, but I chose not to. I love it. And I chose to keep going, keep persevering, and keep building. And thank God I had a wonderful team behind uh-huh. me who assisted me. But I knew that I had to get up out of bed every day. People were relying on me. Yes. And I just had to keep going as hard as it was. Even if I didn't get up at you know, 6 AM and I barely got out of bed at 9 for those first few weeks, I got out of bed. And that was the important part. And I got to my office. Yes. And I did what I had to do. And I called my clients. And I still sold their apartments <laughs> somehow. <laughs> But, you know, you just have to be mindful of what you're doing and also mindful of others out there. And I think that's really important. And when you're putting good energy out there and you believe in yourself, most importantly. Uh, One of the things that I actually found is that once I became really confident, when I closed that first big deal um, in the Time Warner Center, I remember my confidence level went completely like through the roof. And I went from being... Like semi-confident to really confident. Mm. And now I realize the one thing I always say to myself before every listing presentation, or I did actually after that when I was scared mm. still if I wasn't going to get something, is just be confident. When you walk in front of or in, in somebody's front door or you get in front of them and they hear that confidence and they mm. see that confidence, they trust you. And yeah. that's one of the most important tips I can give to anyone out there. Be confident. And I don't care if you have to tell yourself in the mirror, you know, I'm going to get this listing or whatever yeah. it is before – just have that confidence, and you will get it. If you believe in yourself, everyone else will believe in you.
0: Agreed, and I've, I've been given that advice before, too. Believe in yourself, and everyone will believe in you. Because if you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anyone else to believe in you?
1: I agree more. You just you really have to. And uh, some of the things that always help me are doing my morning workout, yeah. um, things like cycle and yoga and just inspiring or being inspired by positive people and surrounding myself with positive people. Uh, one of the things that I did when I went into real estate actually was I got rid of all the negative people in my life. Yeah. So anybody who just brought me bad energy or caused trauma or anything, I just decided there was no room for them in my life.
0: And That's a brave decision. I love it, but you're absolutely right. I mean, we feel so obligated to hold on to, to bad relationships, right? Toxic relationships and friendships, you know, but but they're not gonna get you anywhere in your life. They're just gonna keep holding you down.
1: Exactly, what they do is they hold you back and that's all they do. So if you can let go of all that and release all of that, it's like a huge weight off of yeah, your body, um, off of your mind. And you're, when you're surrounded by positive people, they just really inspire you to get to the next level. Yeah. And that's just everyone, but I always say I may know thousands and thousands of people, but I, have, I could count on one hand are the most important and who I want to be surrounded by and they uh, they always say the five people you surround yourself or spend the most time with their net worth is going to be equal to your net worth
0: ooh I like that I like that a lot it's really true oh really Gary Keller (laughs) yeah I like that because I've heard like you are the sum of the five people or you are the sum average or the average of the five people you hang around with speaking like in terms of success but i didn't even think about net worth (laughs) so that's that's pretty cool yeah i mean
1: and success comes in all different shapes and forms Mm -hmm. right so it could be mental success. It could be monetary success. It could be a weight loss. It could be any goal that you have. If you actually accomplish that goal, then you're successful.
0: You know what though I found? I mean, you're totally right. And I've also found that if you are successful in one area, that same mindset applies to all the other areas. So once you kind of break through to that success point in one area, just turn and think, Now what am I going to (laughs) do?
1: Exactly. There's always another avenue and another bridge you can cross and always something else that you can do to make yourself better. And I also find that, you know, no matter where you are in life or no matter what you've achieved, there's always a way to improve and always a way to grow. So never stop growing.
0: I love it. That's what life is all about, growth. Just keep growing, keep up leveling and just keep expanding and reaching out and, and all those obstacles and everything we run into, that is all there for your growth.
1: Yes, and all the experiences that you have in life. Um, I remember I once had a job, and my boss told me I had to sit in the office every day, and I was in sales.
0: Yeah. Oh, what am God, I going to do, course. sit oh. in the
1: office? I remember I was. everyone was going to the Hamptons on, yeah. on the weekends, and I was like, well, let me go out there and network with people. Yeah. I want to be around people. That's, that's what I'm good get, at.
0: That's how you're going to get the wealthy clients. Exactly. like, you know, you have
1: to do and go where they go. Yes. And so, no, but I had to sit in my showroom all day, which was so ridiculous. And I remember I said one day, you know what, I'm just not doing this. And I went out and I went to some party in the Hamptons and I ended up getting a few clients. (laughs) You know, and now it's funny because it's just like you go, I go on vacations or I'll go Mm -hmm. to dinners or whatnot. And I just, I talk to people all the time. Um, I think of everybody, you know, and I'm just, it's just natural. And I don't even realize it. people have come up to me in the past and said, wow, you're so good at networking. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Really? Because I wasn't trying to network. I was just being me and be just talking. Exactly, yeah. just talking to people. And that's another tip I can give: is just be genuine, be yeah. yourself. And um, I have this huge referral network of other agents that I've met throughout the years at retreats or whatnot, or just mm-hmm. on my everyday, you know, I don't know, surroundings. Whether it's a dinner or whatever it is, and. I remember um, somebody said to me, well, like, how did you build that network? And I said, well, I didn't try. I was just genuine. It was just yeah. me. And I become friends with someone, and next thing you know, they're a potential client. You just don't realize.
0: I think that's it. And, like, the only way to be genuine, though, is to be confident. Like, you have to be confident. To reach that level of being genuinely you, you have to realize that there is only one you that exists in this entire world and you possess something special. So you've got to figure out what makes you so special and really own it and embrace it. And then once you fall in love with that part of yourself, then you have the confidence, then you can be genuine. 100%.
1: And the part of it that I love the most is that I didn't even realize it when it was happening. You know, when I was building my business, it's always like make your 10 phone calls a day or do your lead generation. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I realized that. I didn't want to sit and do my lead gen calling people all day because I I like being around people mostly. So I'd rather go to a fundraiser or a charity event or even just go for a drink at a local bar or go to dinner and talk to people around me. And that was my networking and that was my lead generation because I was going to be around people who I liked, who we we had common interests Mm and um, those are mostly like-minded people.
0: You know, and I think there's something to be said about that because if you're if you're making 10 calls a day and you're just not feeling it, you're not putting the right energy into it. But like you chose to like say, I'm not doing that. I'm going to try it the way that I like it and the way that I really enjoy it. And you don't even and and you just said earlier, you don't even feel like you're working, you know. This is something to be really grateful for because this is what everybody wants.
1: Oh, 100%. I wake up every day and I truly love it so much that it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And I outsource everything that I'm not good at and I only do Smart. the things that I'm yes, good at, good. which is why I'm able to enjoy it so much. Yeah. I mean, even going to exercise and going to SoulCycle or um, a gym class or whatnot, mm-hmm and make friends. That to me is my networking. is lead generation. That's how I've gotten clients.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, there you have it. She's given you a lot of gold nuggets, and I especially love the last one because that one is so key. That's how you make real estate fun and enjoyable because real estate is fun. You are supposed to have fun. You're supposed to make a lot of money and have fun doing it and meet amazing people, and that can be your reality absolutely 100%. And Nicole is a perfect example of that. She's given you her tips. I hope you guys took a lot of notes and I hope you really enjoy what you got here. I know I certainly did.
1: Thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate
0: it. This was so much fun. It was my pleasure. I know they did. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye guys. Sending you so much love from New York. Mm, Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to share it with someone. Sharing is caring after all, and I want to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram at Mindsets Manifestation. And lastly, it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other people find this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, sending you big love from New York City.